Hey, hey, welcome back. Hey, Pepper. What is happening? Man, I'm again sassy today. Got some good sleep ready to record. Ooh, me too. I think I might be just as sassy, if not more than you. <laughs> I am ready to have this discussion. I can't wait. I'm excited. I think you're sassy because you know you're going on vacay pretty soon. Oh, man, I am feeling I'm so <laughs> ready. It's like you have that vacation you're looking forward to it so much that it, that you're in the vacation fog. Can, can smell I the that? ocean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so looking forward to it. And I'm pumped and excited and ready to go. But I want to know, what are we talking about today, Kimberly? Oh, man. Today is like, you know how you always say, that's my favorite subject. This one? My favorite subject. This is it? Expectations. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is your favorite. Setting expectations. I I mean, I just, I, I can't get over how much I love setting expectations. So if you're like, I'm that leader who, man, expectations, that's my jam. It is. It's the, it's the foundation. And I just remember where there were some aha moments that I've had along the way with expectations. And so... I always go back. There are times when, you know, people come up to me like after a class or whatever, and they're like, I'm having this problem or, here, you know, here's what's going on in my team. And I'm like, so what was the expectation that was set? And they look at me like, what? Do what now? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. So I want to know why is it your favorite? I, I mean, you're, you're kind of getting us in that, but I want to hear this story that you kind of alluded to. So get us into this whole expectations conversation. Like, why is it so important to you? What is it that you're like, this is it, people. Listen <laughs> up. This is why I love expectations so much. This is it. Because I I mean, it was. it is so crystal clear of when I was first coming into my supervisory role. I'd been in the role like three weeks. And Early. It's still fresh. It's you're still your fresh. honeymooning period. You're yep. still, yeah, all right. Yep, yep. And I remember I there was just I was walking uh, past my boss's office and one of my employees was talking to someone else and they were being straight up snarky. And I was like, what? And so I pulled out my do nothing tool and kept walking. <laughs> oh, I love the do nothing tool. Yes. Yeah, I was sharpening it that day. We all have one. Mm, there's a time and a place for it, but that wasn't it. I probably should have backed up and said, what's going on here? But I didn't because I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're like, did I, did I really hear that? Or no, I didn't hear that. Just keep on keep walking, Keep walking, Keep right. on walking. And so in my mind, I'm like, that employee's just having a bad day and that won't happen again. Well, straight up, about three weeks later, happened again. The same employee, same kind of snark. And I was like, man, I guess I'm going to have to go deal with this. But I wasn't real sure how. Mm -hmm. So I went to my supervisor's office. I'll never forget it. Closed the door. And I was like, this is what I just saw. This is what I've heard. This is what happened. I don't know how to fix it. And so the supervisor was just super calm, like, well, have you set the expectations for behaviors? And, you know, I had that deer in the headlight look like, mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's the it's whole, like, do what? <laughs> like Marmaduke, mm hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, we just had a good conversation about what do behavior expectations sound like? And she says, look, Go back to the expectations that I had set for behaviors or for the team way back when. And I was like, oh, that's good. She slid a piece of paper across the desk and said, look, we even have them written down. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, write those expectations down. Yeah. And so she's like, you know, just go have this conversation. Start asking some questions. What was she trying to accomplish? What was she doing? And man, that's exactly what I did. And it worked so well. So then I was like, hey, these expectations, I'm going to break them back out for the whole team. And so it just, it set the tone for how we work with each other 
in behavior. So it was just a real clear moment for me of how important those are for the things that you want to happen or don't want to happen All right, with so your team. I, I think this is a great launching point for this conversation. And you're already diving into this whole idea of maybe there's different types of expectations. There's work expectations. You know, how many more widgets are we going to produce this month? Mm -hmm. Or how many more sales are we going to get? So there's some expectations or maybe some goals associated with that. That's a conversation. But then there's this whole piece of behavior and setting expectations around how people are working together. Mm -hmm. So I'm listening to your story and I just need a little, just a little bit more insight. What is snarky? Like, can you tell us, was she... (laughs) you know, condescending? Was she disrespectful? Or was this person? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay. All of that. I mean, there was some condescending. It was, you work for me type of attitude. And I have been here longer than you have. And you don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, whoa. And really, when I got, when I started digging into what was really happening, the, the person that was on the receiving end of the snarky was just trying to help. She was actually doing something that was outside of her role. Mm. It was she was just trying to be nice, you mm. know? And I was just like, "Whoa. So, if you don't like the way she's doing that, do you want to take on that role? Do you want to do that? Because what I see, she's just trying to help you out." And so, yeah, it was it was just uncalled for. It was So I want to roll it down just a little bit. Why mm-hmm. does that matter to you? right? This is your team. You have two people who are kind of communicating in this way. What in your mind? Because, you you know, you hear it first time and you think that's going to go away. So Uh there's a little bit of an alarm bell going off, right? There's an alarm that goes off and you're like, do I deal with that or not? Why do you think you need to deal with it? Why was it as you're walking by, hey, I don't like that? Or this is not the way the team operates. Yeah. And so it was my employee talking to someone from another team. And so we have a lot of work to get done around here. And when I have an employee that's not working well with other people and we, you know, my, our, our work affects their work and their work affects our work, the work can just get stalled. The work can stop. And that little flame or that little ember of bad behavior can start to grow around the the whole team, you know, the larger team. And so for me, it is, you've got to nip it in the bud so that w- those two can work together more effectively so we can get the work done and so that it doesn't spread. Yeah, I really love this conversation. It takes me back to when I have set expectations with my team and I completely see the value in setting expectations around behavior. And I, you know, I make it basic. One of the expectations that I've made with my team in the past has been, I just want us to be nice to each other. And I share that story. I share that with other leaders. And oftentimes the other leaders look at me and they're like, what? (laughs) You actually say be nice to each other? And, you know, you can use whatever words you want. You can use be professional, be respectful, you know, however you want to communicate it. But for me, at the end of the day, it's we're here together for 40 hours a week let's just be kind to each other. Let's be nice. Let's be professional, whatever words you want to use. But I think it is important to have that conversation. And for me, it's a, it's a, we cannot assume everybody understands what the expectation is for how we talk to each other. And we got all got to get on the same page, right? That's, that's really kind of my view when it comes to these behavioral expectations. And I think sometimes leaders think this conversation is too basic or it's inappropriate. 
So I'm curious, was it just that time for you? Was a turning point that you were like, ah, behavioral is where it's at? Or has there been additional kind of interactions that you've had and you've gone, okay, this is a behavioral opportunity. I need to dig into this and I need to have a conversation. Well, I, it wasn't, there, there was, that was just definitely a defining moment for behavioral expectations. But I think throughout my career, throughout my leadership, I just have more and more aha moments around what you can set expectations around and, and what you can't. And I really haven't found anything that you can't. And so, I, you know, just aha moments of you can set expectations around goals. You can set expectations around the role, the responsibility, the duties, KPIs, or, or whatever it is you're tracking. You can set expectations around anything. And that's where, that's where, to me, the magic starts to happen because everybody's on the same page with what does that look like? I love your conversation of the whole making it clear, defining it almost. What does that expectation mean? So that everyone is very clear of this expectation, this is what that means. Yeah. And, and you know, I think about the be nice, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I can hear leaders listening potentially or leaders that I've interacted in the past saying, well, doesn't everybody know what that means? Well, not necessarily. No. And it, it looks different to everybody, right? We were all raised differently. We all had different parents, different value sets, whatever that is. But what does being professional or being nice look like in the working environment, in a in an office setting or in a team setting or in a manufacturing setting? How do we demonstrate that every day? And once you clear that fog, yep. right, you get people kind of understand, oh, okay, I get it. Now, I have a little bit of a story because I remember I set that expectation about being nice. But I also remember setting that expectation, and I I remember a year from that time, somebody called me and they said, hey, we have a problem. And I remember where I was at. I remember what I was doing. I was like, what's going on? And I was at jury duty. I was at jury duty and (laughs) waiting for my time to, you know, go before the judge and determine whether or not I was going to be a juror. And on a break, I had somebody call me and they said, hey, we have a problem. I was like, what's the problem? It was very similar. Two people on our team, they've they've kind of had a an argument. They were not being nice. They were not being nice. <laughs> and, and the way that I'm, you know, couching this is probably not as as honest as it could be. Sure. Right? For for purposes of <laughs> protecting the innocent. <laughs> yeah. But there there was a little bit of an argument. And, you know, the two people are having a conversation. They're in a conference room and one doesn't like what the other is saying. And one says, well, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm, I don't have to be here doing this. And the other one responds and says, sit down. You sit down right now because we're going to have this conversation. And that, you know, digressed into just bad things, essentially. And I just remember sitting there and I'm, I'm at the courthouse and I'm thinking, I set this expectation. I was very clear about what it looks like and how we work together as a team, but it didn't work. What happened? Right. In my head, it was like, what happened? What isn't working? How do I go back and refresh? And at that moment, it really was a, okay, maybe be nice isn't clear enough. Because I think at that point, that's all I really said was, I just expect everybody to be nice. Uh Right. Can we be nice to each other? That gave me an opportunity to go back and get even clearer. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And I think that that clarity is so important because I remember when the expectation for be nice when I heard it for the first time. 
And I was, you know, I was an individual contributor. And I was like, huh? What? I'm always nice. What you talking about? But I was on the team that we're a little rougher around the edges, right? We like to poke at people just for entertainment value. <laughs> yeah. And some teams do that very well. Yes. And that's how we get to know each other. Yeah. That's how we, that's just, that's just our normal but if you take that into another team where you kind of poke for entertainment value, it just may not go over as well. And so when I was moving from one team to another, it was just a an aha that you have to define what does be nice look over here look like over here on the rough around the edges and what does be nice look like on our team. Yeah, that's a spot on comment. I, I think that's right on the money. Being very clear about what do you expect and what does it look like? How should you behave that would demonstrate mm-hmm. that you're in accordance with this expectation? And it's as simple as be nice. Is there any other expectation that you would share and say, these are some other expectations that I think, you know, leaders tend to overlook. Mm. They skip talking about that you would say, here's another one that is kind of my go-to. I, well, I can go back to my, like the very first expectations that I set was just making sure that the team understood the cultural expectations. And so we have culture, we have whatever you want to call them, pillars, values, those things, those words in your culture for your organization that how you get the work done. And everybody's work is different. So I had to define what do those values, what does that look like on our team? And so let's just take the first one. What does this look like here? Let's take the second one. What does this look like here? And so defining that out, I think, is super important to make sure that everybody's fitting the culture. Oh, nice. So there's a tie-in back to overall organization. And that's a first that kind is, of... Again, foundation, yeah. Foundational for you. Yeah. What about you? What, what, what other expectations would you set? The other expectation that I would set or that I have set in my career has been an expectation for continuous improvement. I'm driven by continuously improving, working things so that, hey, look, in the next quarter, in the next six months, in the next year, we're going to continue to sharpen that, whatever that is. And so when I am talking with my team or when I'm engaging with my teammates, it really is a conversation of how are we going to improve that next time? Mm -hmm. Or what is on our, you know, quote unquote, parking lot to consider for for the future. And so it's creating that conversation, constantly creating the conversation of how can we improve? What can get tweaked? It doesn't have to be massive. Right. But it's just this little bitty, hey, let's, One degree. Keep, wor- mm-hmm. let's keep working towards this. So for me, it's a continuous improvement lens. I think we can always get better. We can always sharpen. We can always just tweak just a little bit more in order to get higher level performance. That's good. That's good. I think it, and it kind of leans over to the other expectation of expect change. Change is always going to come. We are, we are an organization that continually gets better. And so change is coming. So just get ready for it. And it won't be so painful every time the change comes around the corner because your team are like, oh, this is that thing, that change. Man, that's excellent also. And right now, when I think about just all the literature, everything that that people are talking about in the leadership space, it is this piece of change and constant change and the pace of change. The pace is so quick. And I think leaders have a great opportunity here to say, here's what behaviors look like when you are open to change. And it's, you know, I'm just kind of thinking off the top of my head here, but it's just an attitude, right? So when you hear a change kind of bubbling down, you, we, you know, I expect my team to embrace that and here's what it looks like. 
oh, wow, we have something new coming down. Well, let me learn about it. Let me be open about it. Let me consider what this is going to do to my work environment and whether or not I'm going to need extra resources, extra help, extra support. But I am, I'm going to embrace this because I am supportive. I'm, I understand that this is the expectation for our team. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you can't ask questions, right? That doesn't mean you fully understand and you're like, I love this. This is amazing. That's right. <laughs> it's just being open to it and let's discuss it and let's figure out how we can make it happen versus this is never going to work. So I have a question about the supervisor that has a lot of expectations. They're like, oh my gosh, I got to catch up, right? And I have a lot of expectations. Can you set too many expectations at one time? I think you can. I mean, you know me in our previous episodes, I'm always like one. (laughs) But that's goals, right? One goal, one professional development goal. On the expectation side, if there is any data out there, if there's any research, I I don't know about it. I'm I'm certain there likely is. I stop roughly between seven and ten. I think ten is probably pushing it. But I really hone in on this is the moneymaker for us. And I tie those expectations back to what our job is, mm-hmm. right? Or whatever our function is. And I try to be real clear. This will set us apart from everybody else. And here's why it will set us apart. And this is how we need to work. So I tend to lean on seven. What about you? What do you think? Do you have a max? Or do you just kind of, is there a long running list? Yeah, I've never really thought about what is the max. I just know when it when it gets past that seven, eight, ten mark, they're not going to be able to remember all that. So you're going to have to take a little extra measure when you have a lot of them and write it down. Either you're writing it down or they're writing it down. So my question for you is, do you write it down or do you have them write it down? So yeah, for me on my team, I write it down and I can remember... I have various iterations of these expectations, and it's just a white sheet of paper, black font. I mean, we're talking Times New Roman, nothing (laughs) fancy. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's just basic, right? And I'm going to have, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and I'm going to have some sort of word, right? It's, It's some sort of umbrella for the expectation, and then bulleted below are some behaviors. My number one is continuous improvement. And underneath that, I'm going to have some bullets for specific behaviors of how do you think about continuous improvement? It's asking for feedback from others. It's reviewing data that we may have available about our product and considering what might close some of those data gaps or might raise the data points, if you will, increase our KPIs. All right. So then you, you have them written down. If you if you do that and you slide your Times New Roman or Century yeah, Gothic across, right. the, across the table. <laughs> I might, 2021 might be Calibri or Calibri. <laughs> and so you're doing that in a group or as a in your one-on-ones? Oh, I'm doing it as a group. All right. I'm going to have that sheet of paper. It's going to, again, plain Jane. I might even put the title of the department at the top. Uh-huh. I have my seven and I'm going to hand that out in a staff meeting or in a team meeting and we're going to talk through it. And I'm going to do that every year. That's funny. I was like, when that, and when do you do it? How often do you do it? How often do you break it back out? Every year. And, and I have done that for years. And it's things from continuous improvement all the way to taking vacation, right? So it's just general expectations. Every January, I'm going to have that conversation, even with people who have worked with me for over 10 years. And they yeah. just know, right? They 
they it's a clear like okay, this is that this is that this meeting, is that meeting <laughs> right so for the person who's on my team with 10 years that's when they're like i'm gonna take a vacation to the bahamas mm-hmm. and so are you and then so if you're rolling them out kind of the beginning of the year or once a year are you tweaking them every year or they're same from year to year have they been the same over the last two or three years they have been the same over the last two or three years. I, I'd say even I'd go as far as to say they've been the same probably for the last 10 years. Uh, I might add to them a little bit and I might jazz it up a little bit. I might make it more appealing to the eye and more designed. But for the most part, they have stayed the same probably for 10 years. Because it's working for you. Because it's working. <laughs> and And if I add like, you know, if there's some other behavior, right? that I'm like, oh, we need to work on that. I'm going to insert it under one of those umbrellas because it's like, ah, we need, here's just another aspect of that overall category. How about you? So I want to know about your expectations and have you tweaked along the way or have you stuck with your seven? Let's just say it's seven. I think I have, I've had to tweak Mm -hmm. for me because I, as I've grown in my leadership, I think my expectations in the beginning were super basic and so the new expectations are, again, aligning with the leader that's above me and what does that look like for our team? And then here's a couple of my own. Here's things that are important to me uh, for our team. And so I've I've tweaked, and but not a whole lot. It's not like all seven change in one year. It's like there might be one or two that change kind of at the beginning of the year. And so uh, now you know me. I'm all in for the the early career supervisor, recent change, recent promotion, And I'm all about helping that supervisor out. So let's just say we have a supervisor that has taken on a new role and it's been six months, a year, a year and a half, and they have not set clear expectations for their team. Can they go back and reset them? When's too long? You can always go back, always. And, you know, when I think about that question, if you don't do it, what's going to change? Nothing will change, right? You have to think about, okay, so if you don't do it now and you wait another five years, right? Or is your team going to be performing at the level in the way that you would expect them to? They won't because they don't know. And so for me, it's just do it. Just do it. Because I'm like, how, did, how does, they're like, it's nerve wracking, right? It's, it can make someone nervous. Like, I haven't done it. Now I'm going to go lay down the law. They're going to think I'm a weirdo, right? Well, and I, I you know, I, I would say, I don't know necessarily see it as the law, right? But right. I can see how people would, would see it that way. But this is when you walk in, right? You set your meeting, you walk in and you say, everyone, I was just listening to this podcast called <laughs> Extra Shot of Leadership. <laughs> And they recommended that I set expectations. No, you you do. You need to walk in and you need to say, listen, we're doing some things inconsistently. And it has just come to me that I need to be clearer about how we're going to work together. Own it. Own it. I messed up. However you want to say it. Transparency. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. And you just walk in there and you say, we're going to try something a little bit different. Here's where I'm going to focus. I'm going to talk about customer service and how we provide a service to our customers and what's important for our team to be effective. But you know what? We might have to tweak this in six months. So I just need your patience with me because I'm trying to really dial this in so that we can, whatever, make it to the moon and back. Yeah. And I bet the team on the other end is like, thank goodness. (laughs) That's absolutely right. We've been wondering. It was like, we've been wondering what you were expecting of us. Yeah. And it's not just on the the dollars and cents, right? Or the widgets, but it's more about how we work together because there's probably, you know, to your point earlier about the story of these two, two people, 
there's probably things going on in the team that you just may not know about that people are wondering, is this the way this is supposed to be? Are we supposed to interact this way? And that's the important part of the leader. The leader shines that light, creates that clarity and and moves or releases the fog for people. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I just, it takes me back to some other training classes of, where people are like, can I really set expectations on that? Can can I go back? I'm like, you can go back. It doesn't, it's, there's, there's no time limit on when you can go back. All right. So has this wrapped up? Did you get it all out? All your expectations jammed? Did you, are you feeling good about it? I don't know. We'll we see. We'll see. We'll see. I may think about it tonight and go, you know what? Wait, I forgot something about setting expectations. The whole what's driving you nuts, you know? I always always go back to the what's driving you nuts. If it's driving you nuts, set an expectation around it. Yeah. And it's that whole piece of can this team do something better? And if I had a magic wand, what would it be? And how can I communicate that so that we're all on the same page? Yeah. The whole it's not driving you nuts personally, right? It's driving you nuts because we can do better. I love that. Yeah. That's good. Let's wrap it up. What is your takeaway? So I'm a six-month-in leader. I haven't necessarily set my expectations or I don't know. Who who do you want to talk to who's listening today? (laughs) I'm going to go back to that, the supervisor that has had a recent promotion and you're six or eight months in, you're three months in, but you're, you're past the time of when you should have set expectations. And just consider what is driving me nuts? Where is our opportunity for our team? And where could I go set some other expectations? Is it behaviors? Is it work product? Is it quality? Is it back to the culture? And go do it. Try it. My one thought for that same audience is, how often are you pulling out your do-nothing tool? Ooh. <laughs> how sharp is that tool? I mean, be honest. If that do-nothing tool is super sharp, That means you got to start thinking about some other tools in your tool belt and start sharpening those up. Yeah. So, Kim, what are you doing the rest of the day? Well, I gotta, I gotta make it through a book. I've signed up for a book club. All right. And uh, I like the way you say that. I gotta make it through. I gotta make it through because it's been (laughs) painful for me to get through. I'm only on like chapter four, but I think it's maybe because I chose the audible version of the book. Okay. And. It's a dude book. It is written by dudes, and it is narrated by these dudes, military dudes, and they're really rough. I just like it a little softer. You want a little softer, a little more fuzzy, warm. A little more warm and fuzzy. They are in my face with ownership and extreme ownership. Okay. So it's the audio version. (laughs) Yes, it's the audio version. I should have chosen just to read it, maybe. Yeah, some good principles. Yeah, yeah. But just the way it's being performed for you is not not meeting you in the ticker. That's right, and I mean... Excellent principles, leadership principles, ownership principles, great things for leaders to consider for their team. But whoo, the narration. (laughs) What are you going to do? I have got your favorite thing on my list. Yeah. The rest of the day, I got returns. Oh, Lord. I know. (laughs) I am not looking forward to it. I know. It's such a waste of time. But Listen, I got to outfit my kids. I haven't, I feel like we literally have not shopped since Corona started is uh-huh. what I feel like. I'm certain that's not true. But, I, you know, it's like, okay, does this fit? No. Does this fit? No. So I've got several places that I have got to go and do returns. They're probably listening right now going, oh, great, here she comes. You know what? So just, I, you know what you got to do? You got to put the reward on the other end, like champagne. When I get all this <laughs> Exactly. It's like, yes, I made it through the day. This is one of those goals that needs a carrot. 
<laughs> exactly. Well, those of you who are listening, we hope you've enjoyed this conversation about expectations. If you haven't said it, get out there. Go do it. What's the worst that can happen? The team is going to get clear. They're going to get focused and they're going to go, this is important for our performance and we are committed. That's right. And then if you happen to know a leader that is new in their role and wondering about expectations, maybe they could use a little more expectations. Maybe they could just use a little help in their leadership. Don't forget to share this podcast with them. Send us a note through social media that lets us know you like what we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe. Hit the button and subscribe. Then come back again for an extra shot of leadership. <laughs>